Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I talk about the church and the family. And I finished off yesterday. If you didn't uh, hear, I talked about being an example. I mean, I, I talked about it at the very end of the message. I talked about the importance of the church for the family and the importance of raising our children uh, in a positive environment, teaching them God's truth. And I, I believe this. I believe being a living example is huge. And I closed with a scripture, Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from it. Our Heavenly Father, we all have a responsibility. Lord, I had a responsibility. My daughter is now 25, Lord, as you well know. But Lord, I wanted to raise her in such a way that she knew you, and I'm so glad that she does. I'm so glad that she follows you today. And even, Lord, when we get older, I want her to see Jesus in my life. And if I ever have grandkids, Lord, I want them to see Jesus in my life. Lord, I pray that each one of us would be an example to our children, not only by the things we say, but by the way we live. And Lord, we teach our children the importance of being faithful to the house of God, to worshiping God, to believing in him, to having a church body that's there for us, to love us and to help us during time of need. God, we have a responsibility. May we take it seriously. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I'm so thankful for parents, for my parents, who held a rein on me and didn't allow me to do everything everyone else was doing and provided me with an incredible living witness. Yes, my parents had some tough love. They wouldn't let me go to things that they knew that wouldn't be good, and I didn't go. And the truth of the matter is, for some reason, I really never rebelled. I think it's because I saw the incredible love of my mom and dad the incredible depth of their love, that it wasn't just spirituality. It wasn't just overzealousness for God. It was true love for me. They loved me. They wanted me to grow up in the way of God. My daughter sent me the nicest birthday uh, note this year. And she, I, I tell you, I cried when I read it. She said some of the kindest things about influence and how her life has been influenced. And I'm so grateful she's following God. She's not perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. But you know what? If you're a child of the king, you're going to walk with him. And when you make a mistake, you're going to get back up again. And you're going to get going. And you're going to learn from that. And you're going to teach others by it. Some of the greatest faults in life is when we say we don't make mistakes. And we won't admit our mistakes. The Bible says We've all sinned. We've all fallen short. We all need a Savior. We all need Jesus Christ. The Bible says he who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ will be saved. And I certainly hope you believe. I want to switch directions for a moment and talk about the value of the church. Now, I'm not talking about my church, the church I pastor. I'm talking about the church. Who is a church? It's a body of Christ. It's believers all over the world, all over this city, all over this state. I believe the institution, the church, is huge. The church brings an incredible positive element to life of those that attend. It encourages our children. I am so thrilled when I watch. We have uh, Pastor Dewey, our, our kids' pastor, who is helping develop fun spiritual strategy for the kids so they will have every opportunity to be solid in the Lord. Pastor Dewey and Pastor Max, who work with our youth, are so amazingly creative. They know how to intertwine great fun with solid spiritual training, and I can tell you the results have been great. 
Our church is growing. Our kids' program is growing. Our youth program is growing. But they're not just growing in numbers. They're growing in their spiritual depth. Pastor Max uh, just got back from a trip to San Francisco with uh, 20 of them, and, and, and they had a wonderful time ministering to the streets of San Francisco, teaching them the importance of serving and had devotions and, and just great training. When I see our Pastor Max and Jenny and, and Jackie and, and all those that work in our, when our, in our youth ministry and our children's ministry, man, I, my heart is warmed. I love walking into the fellowship hall during our second service and seeing so many youth in having they have their they have a special service for them at eleven o'clock and it's a big service. I mean it's it's as big as some churches. There's sometimes fifty to sixty to seventy kids in that service. It's an amazing uh, it's an amazing service and they're discussing things and and Max is a tremendous preacher and he shares with them and he shares the good news of God. And when you walk in there, if you walk in 15 minutes early, the worship team, the youth worship team is playing. And I'm telling you what, I listen in my office. They are amazing. And boy, I, you know, I feel the presence of God before his kids are walking in there. Many are recognizing the benefit of the church and having God direct, uh, be the direct center of their lives. If something's going on, we have friends in the body of Christ who will pray for us, who will love us, will encourage us. That's why I think it's so vital for us to be the church, to be there for one another, because there's moments we need each other. When we lost our son years ago, I'm telling you what, it was a church that was there for us, it was a church that loved us through a very, very difficult time. And you know, you've dealt with those things too. We need to use our gifts to help each other. As Christians, God has given us gifts. We need to use them. In fact, Romans chapter 12, the Apostle Paul talks about this in verse 3 through 8. He says, for by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to you. For just as each of us has as body and many members, these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each one of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is encouraging, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is show mercy, do it cheerfully. Boy, does he lay that out? He certainly does. We all have gifts, and we all can add. I had a guy years ago in the church. He wasn't overly involved in the church, but he said, my gift is giving. And I'm telling you what, he gave and gave and gave to the church, and to this day still does. The church is filled with people who have many gifts. Some of you are amazing at serving. Some of you out there listening today are amazing at hospitality. Some of you are amazing at giving. Some have incredible gift of compassion. I've got a lot of people in the church I pastor that are amazing in the gift of compassion. They care so much for people. We need to help each other and be faithful to each other and be faithful to church. We are called to spur one other, uh, each other on. We need to lift each other up because I'm telling you in life, we have some bad days now and again. I had one last, uh, oh, about a month ago on a Saturday. I just woke up feeling very kind of discouraged. And I, and I had, you know, I've lost all this weight and I'd gained about 10 pounds back, and I was so discouraged about that. 
But the good news is God helped me, and now I'm on target again and, and losing that and almost halfway halfway back to where I was. Uh, and so I'm, I'm uh, very excited that at least I'm going the right direction. But I was very discouraged. And I had my friends and family encourage me because I did not want to fall victim to where I was before because that was not a good place. So thanks to the Lord. The Lord is helping me, and I am, I am back. But he, we need others to help spur us on. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 23 to 25 says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encourage one another, and all the more you see the day approaching. Don't give up. You know, keep faithful. You know, like he said, others are doing. Others are staying away from the church, staying away from things they should be at. And it says, encourage each other to do good things. I'm thankful for people who encourage me. I'm thankful that I can encourage people. And hopefully, I'm encouraging you. In closing, just for a couple moments, let's talk about the simplicity of the church. The church is family. We are there for each other. We gather together and share the Word of God. We worship the Lord and we encourage each other. We help each other through tough times. You know, for more than 200 years after Christ's death, the church met in homes. They didn't have their own buildings. The church truly is the body of believers who believe in Christ. That is why the church is, in our, in our church, at least in the Church of God, uh, Anderson movement, we don't have a written membership. If you believe in Jesus Christ, you're a member of the body of believers at Cloverdale Church of God. And we hope that you support the church. And that's, that's a little bit different. Our, the most people have membership in our churches. We have a membership, but if you're a Christian, that makes you a member. If you worship with us for six months, you're able to participate. If we have any kind of uh, business meeting or voting that needs to happen on budget or whatever it might be, you are a part of that because you're a member of the church. It is a little different. I mean, there, there are some pros and cons against that, but one thing I like about it is that every Christian is a member. And the truth is, every Christian is a member of the family of God. That's the way it is. We are one big church, all those who believe in Jesus Christ together. Years ago, churches had no air conditioning, no advertising, no websites, no Facebooks. We simply were the church. I remember sitting in my former church in Vancouver, Washington, in evening service. We had a nice church, and it was a very modern church, but because the weather is not very hot there, very, uh, even in the summer, they didn't have air conditioning. And I remember listening to sermons on Sunday night, and, man, I tell you, I had a hard time staying awake sometimes because my Sundays were grueling. We had a youth ministry, and it went. we were in church from about 8 till 1, and then we had lunch, or 12, 30, and then we had lunch. Then we had a meeting from about 2 to 5. Then we had evening service at 6. Then we had youth group after church. And I'm telling you what, I was tired. But without, without air conditioning, I about went to sleep. I'll be honest with you. But we are simply the church that God wants us to, to use to gather people to praise and celebrate Jesus. I pray that all of you, all of you, whatever church you're going to, that you're following the calling to lead your family towards Jesus. By living an influential life in home and by example and being faithful to the things of God. Our families will continually be shaped until the day we enter eternity. And we certainly want all of them to be in heaven. This is a big responsibility. I hope that you'll choose to be a leader today. I hope that your life will be different because you are leading your family and you're showing Jesus Christ. 
Folks, I hope that you listened, and I hope that you have a great day. He loves you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.